Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Got a story here about a hero grandmother from Canada. Canada grandma helps stop fraud scheme targeting senior citizens. And this woman is a hero. Stories from the BBC.com. Doug sent it to me. Tired of receiving scam calls. A woman in Ontario, Canada, was fed up when she got a call from fraudsters who claimed to be her grandson in need. This is one of the most common scams. They call somebody and go, hey, Grandma, it's me. I'm in trouble. And you go, who is this? Come on, it's your, grand, it's your grandson. I'm in trouble. But they don't know what to call themselves because they don't know who you are, let alone what your grandson's name might be if you have a grandson. <laughs> so instead of simply hanging up as usual, she went along with the ruse, telling them she would give them the $9,300 Canadian that they were asking for. So when the alleged scammers came by her place to collect the money, they were shocked to find the police waiting for them. And yes, she got them busted. Police say they had defrauded at least two other victims. Now, the woman here is 74 years old, and she was suspicious when the scammers called her the morning of March 1st, saying they needed cash for bail money. So that's the common one. They, you, you, you call somebody and you, and you, I'm your grandson, I'm in jail. I'm, oh, I, can't, I can't call my parents. I'm hoping you'll help me, Grammy. So when she asked who was speaking, the suspect said, come on, it's your grandson. <laughs> I'd tell you my name, but I'm a busy person. It was the third time a scammer had contacted her and it made her mad. She said at a press conference in her home city of Windsor, Ontario. Windsor, of course, the neighbor city to Detroit right across the river. Thinking on her feet, she said a name that was not, in fact, her grandson, hoping to catch a scammer in his lie. And apparently he agreed with that name. Yeah, that's me. Supposing as her grandson, the fraudster told her an elaborate story about how he got into a car accident with a fictitious friend and pills were found in the glove compartment, but it had nothing to do with me. It's just a wrong place, wrong time. So to really sell it, the guy even cried, she said, and he told her he loved her. So to buy time, she told the man she would have to call her bank. And instead, she called the police, who were able to coordinate with her and set up surveillance near her home. So when she called the police, they actually said, yeah, we're going to work with you on this. (laughs) The fraud unit arrested the suspects, who are 19 and 22 years old, when they went to her house to collect the money. Police collected a fairly large quantity of cash that two had allegedly already scammed off of other victims. They have located one of them from Amherstburg and are looking for a second victim here. Uh, The woman urged seniors to contact the police if they get a suspicious call. First of all, you never give them your grandson or granddaughter's name. You ask them what their name is. You call the police. You call your family. And by the way, it would not be unusual for a grandparent to have several grandchildren, right? So which one is this? And if they say, don't you recognize my voice? You go, I don't have my hearing aids in. (laughs) The Canadian Anti-Fraud Center said that in 2022, it received fraud and cybercrime reports totaling $530 million Canadian in victim losses, up 40% from the year before, which included nearly $9.2 million lost to emergency scams like this one, which a scammer demands money right away. Emergency scams in 2022 were almost four times what they were in 21. In the U.S., according to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, there were more than 92,000 senior citizens who were victims of fraud in the U.S. in 2021, resulting in $1.7 billion in losses. And I've encountered this one several times, and I remember when one variation of it first started, and that was the one where 
you get an email from somebody, and they and it's usually somebody in your contact list, but not somebody you talk to a lot. And they go, this is so embarrassing. I'm traveling overseas, and my money all got stolen, my passport and everything. I just, I just, uh, I'm, I'm desperate. But you know, your email is one of the few that I remember. And I'm, I'm, I'm asking if you can send some money via Western Union to me, so I can go get an emergency passport, so I don't miss my flight, and I'll pay you back the second I get back to America. And I got that email one day. <laughs> from a guy I know who's a retired dentist. And I had met him at a talk I gave in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And I'd met him and we'd exchanged a couple emails about one of my books. And then I didn't hear from him ever again, but I heard from somebody who hacked into his account claiming that he was traveling in Europe and he'd lost his paperwork and he was too embarrassed to tell his wife. And I assure you, this man had never left the state without his wife, let alone the country. And so I just looked at that like, eh, I just ignored it, and it went away. And so what happened in the old days is there were people who'd go in and bust into uh, Gmail accounts and then just send emails to everybody in the contact list. But this one here is they're just calling numbers at random, hoping to get old people. And when they get old people, they say, oh, this is, this is your grandson. And I've heard so many variations of this, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. They're preying on older people, hoping that they can get somebody who has money in a bank account somewhere, but doesn't quite have the wherewithal at that moment in time to figure out what they ought to do. And theoretically, if somebody was calling you from jail with their one phone call, you might not be able to say, gee, can I call you back? But (laughs) that's actually what you need to say. But... There's more to it than that. And so I've actually had somebody who sent me an email claiming that they were in a situation that, that, that needed immediate attention. And I got the email on a day when I wasn't doing much. I, was, I, was, I don't know if it was a weekend or something, but I, I was literally sitting at my computer. And a guy sent me an email, and I knew it was not who it purported to be. But the guy said, you know, I'm in London. All my stuff's been stolen. I, I've got no money. You're the only contact I've got. And um, I need some money so I can go and get a new passport. And I said, oh, how much did you need? He named some crazy figure, you know, $4,900 or $5,700, whatever. And so I very quickly went on to uh, the internet and I typed in, what does a Western Union um, routing number look like? The information that you'd give to somebody, let them know they can go pick up a Western Union uh, moneygram. And I looked up and I found out what it was, how many letters and how many words and how how many numbers and so on it is. And I, I said, okay, hang on a second. It's going to take me, but I got to run to the store. But I'll, uh, 15 minutes. He goes, okay, okay, thank you. So 20 minutes later, I send the guy a thing that just says, yes, I just sent the money to Western Union. It's there. Go get it. And about half an hour later, he goes, the, the routing number you gave me is no good. They said there's no, and I'm like, what? Did Western Union rip me off? Hang on a second. What, what number did I give you? And the guy sends it back to me. And I go, oh, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I transposed two of those numbers. <laughs> Five minutes later, that number's no good either. And I go, how about this? How about this? Um, my cousin George lives in London. I can call him right now and he'll give you the cash. And you can just go by his place, knock on the door. He's expecting you. He'll give you the cash right now. I'll give you his address. No, 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 I can't do that. Why, why can't you take the money from my cousin George again? I'm, I'm at the Western Union right now. It'll be faster. I go, no, 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 no. Where are you in London? As I think you're closer to my cousin George than I am to Western Union. 
And we went through that for a little while before the guy started cussing me out. And it's so sad when your best friend in England cusses you out. But, <laughs> but you know, there, I know there's guys out there who make a, an entire hobby, a, a vocation out of messing with these people. And if you ever get the chance, you should too. But I have to salute the woman here because she got one of these calls. She could have hung up on him. She could have just said, leave me alone. But instead, she called the police. And I've got to salute the police. Because there's a lot of places, if you called the police and said, hey, someone's trying to rip me off right now, they'd say, okay, we'll hang up the phone. Just don't call them back. But no, they actually went out and stopped them. And they figured out they had other victims. And, they're, and they found one of the other victims. And they're trying to track the other one. And so it looks like they can return some money because of her good work. So she's a hero. She's from Windsor, which is in Canada. Canadian grandmother helped stop fraud scheme targeting senior citizens because of her quick thinking. BBC.com and Doug sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Got a story here about a hero grandmother. A Got a story here about a hero grandmother from Canada. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. When it's all said and done, all roads lead to the same end. So it's not so much which road you take as how you take it.